I'm Maddie. And I'm Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go for it, but then I failed. You chicken out. Okay. <laughs> Is it kind of chicken out if I already said two words? Happy it's, it's, Halloween! <laughs> yeah, it's like our spooky Halloween themed episode. Watching movies is fun, but why only watch one when you could watch two and hear us talk them through? We'll pick a pair of flicks on similar topics, then we'll tell you our analyses. Let's watch two movies. I'm Mary Ellen. <laughs> Are we starting? I guess. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to Let's Watch Two Movies. Oh, yeah. Which is I the forgot name of our show. That was the name. Every time. It's How like, did you forget? It's yes, like a, every time. It's like a gift. It is. Of, of it's memory. a gift that we're giving the internet. And, and ourselves. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we finally watched two movies. Before we did. We had technically only we watched one. <laughs> we fulfilled the title of our show. We yeah, did. Yeah, we did it. And I think this is it. Yeah, I think we we should close out now while we're. Well, first, ahead. we do need to talk about the movie that we saw. And All then right. if we decide we want to watch two more movies after that, we can do that. If the people demand it. <laughs> Or we'll only release two episodes of the show, <laughs> yeah. and we'll leave it there, honestly. Yeah. We will leave it. Sort of like a J.D. Salinger. I'm going to edit all this out. I don't... <laughs> we, did, we Yeah. I don't know why I'm still talking. So anyway, uh, I like how before we recorded this, I was like, the intro is going to be way shorter. It's going to be really snappy. And now I know, I'm like... That doesn't sound like us. No, I don't think so. I want to just draw things out and make it uncomfortable. Let's not tell people what movie we watched. Oh, we watched Black Swan. Oh, you fucked it up. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I'm Maddie's evil double for this episode, <laughs> keeping a theme with Black Swan. Listen, so I'm just gonna fuck up her plans Black for Swan podcast. Black Swan is a movie about just a couple of evil doubles. A couple, a single evil double. You can't a have a couple evil double. doubles. No, I know. I don't know. I don't know how to count. <laughs> I've been meaning to bring this up. How many oh. movies are we supposed to watch on the show? Two movies. Okay. I don't know how many that is. One of them has to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> I think of the two of the two movies, Neon Demon was the evil one. I think Black Swan's the good one. So Neon Demon was the Odile to Black Swan's Odette. Yes. Maddie's already jumping right in. I am. I'm jumping right to in the to character names that are never used within the movie Black Swan. No, we, we did a lot of background not a lot i guess it was like we, five we did minutes years of background <laughs> research into tchaikovsky's right. swan lake we wanted to know the actual like because st- in my memory i didn't think swan lake had a black swan but i thought it was a single white guess swan. who was wrong guess who's wrong me most of the time yeah but also this time as well that's why mary ellen's the evil double yeah I am pure and virginal. And correct. And correct, also, yeah. in addition to those other two adjectives that it are helps. true, so don't don't pre- push me on those, because yeah. they're definitely true. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <laughs> <laughs> we watched Black Swan. We watched Black Swan. And I, I don't want to speak for you, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I hated it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. That's how, the, that's how every single movie's going to go. Yeah. You're going to tell people to watch it, and I'm going to tell them not to. We'll have to pick like an arbitrary stance. Like One of us will have to just hate it. Yeah, but in this case, we both liked it, so... Yeah, inconvenient, I guess, for our for for setup. For the thing that we were just going to do, <laughs> but we didn't plan. Um, so I guess we're just going to leap right into reviewing it. 
Yeah, well, the reason we picked um, oh, Black sure, Swan yeah. uh, to compare to Neon Demon, uh, I don't know if you guys like watch it in between with us, mm-hmm. um, or, in if, you, or if this is the first episode that you're listening to. Right. Uh, the way that the show works is that we. Why would they listen to the second episode? I don't know. All right, catch them up. <laughs> uh, like before she catches you up, though. Like maybe like make maybe, better like, choices. Maybe go back and listen to the first episode because yeah. you super missed out. First of all. On our um, introductions, great which are app. very important. Great app. Great app. Solid app. <laughs> C plus. <laughs> C plus app. Uh, mm. So in that episode, we watched Neon Demon, which we intentionally paired with the movie that we're going to watch today, yes. which was Black Swan, because yeah. both of those movies are psychological thrillers. Yeah, I would say. And there's both, violence. There's, there's violence. Yeah. And they're both about sort of women-led professions in the sense that the Neon Demon was about the modeling industry and Black Swan is about ballet. And they're also both movies with a lot of lesbian subtext yeah i i feel like overtones the the subtext is text in both movies except we can talk about that yeah yeah we can get there um and i mean we didn't do this intentionally but it's something i mentioned a little bit at the end of the last episode both these movies were directed by men and in the case of black swan written by three men um which i think is kind of important because we went in hard on on nicholas winding's nikki winding nikki wing nikki wings um (laughs) for for not really getting the female perspective or at least not like uh representing it uh very well neon demon and so i feel like to be fair um like we've decided to be fair to men just this episode though i feel like we don't want to set like a precedent but in this episode we're gonna you know i i feel like we're gonna give these guys props i mean i think both of us kind of took away from black swan just preliminarily that we were like wow men wrote and directed this right i because there's a lot about like the female experience in here that i'm surprised like dudes were able to effectively capture so like props yeah 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 which is not to say like all men are are bad at this but i think it it takes i think if anything it's the opposite it's it's an indication that if you try then you can make something that's really great you You can make something that is outside of your lived experience yeah it's possible it just you know you have to i don't know i don't know how hard i don't know how these guys put this together but we'll we'll send them letters we'll write them yeah how did you not fail at this endeavor that'll be the title of the letter i like checked out their imdb pages a little bit i didn't really come away with an answer they did like one of the guys also wrote the skeleton twins which i saw okay it was like pretty good it was it was sad um, but Bill Hader and Kristen Wiig, uh, they're twins. Bill Hader was fantastic in it. Yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But it was like I get like there, she's a strong, strongly written like female character in that. But it wasn't like you know Black Swan. Yeah, like this movie is very much about the women in the movie. Like it's yeah. in contrast to Neon Demon, and so different from Neon Demon in that we're totally immersed in the main character's perspective. Yeah, um, where uh, Nina's perspective, whereas in Neon Demon. And it's ostensibly supposed to be about Jesse and her experience, but like both you and I felt like she was just this blank slate. Yeah, and also like we were just invited to watch her experience and not necessarily relate to it, which right. is something that I, I think is is difficult to explain the difference between those two states. But, but we're gonna since try. we're directly comparing these two movies. I, I mean I, I think one thing that you can do is just sort of close up shots and like long shots of somebody's facial expressions. I mean there are ways to sort of invite the audience in to relate to a character as opposed to just being 
being outside of them. Yes. Um, and, and we get a lot of like with, with Nina from black Swan, we get a lot of scenes where, um, she's anticipating something she's nervous about, or she's processing something that she's upset about. Like we get a lot of pre and post scenes of the main action where we're sitting with her and seeing how she feels about something. Whereas we didn't get that with Jesse. No, like, we at didn't. All. And, and I know that we cited that at, at a couple points. We were like, it'd be great if we had a scene after this where we saw what Jesse thought right. about what just happened to her. Right. And there's basically none of that in Neon Demon. But in Black Swan, we... I always got the sense that we knew what Nina was thinking. And yeah. perhaps that's just because Natalie Portman is uh, a more experienced and an older actress. Yeah, and it's just, possible. And she won an Oscar for this movie because yeah. of her performance in it. She and did. And I, I think it's... She got a husband. She won an Oscar. She made a baby. She, like, she did it all. Yeah. Women can have it all, I think, <laughs> is the lesson of Black Swan. That's the takeaway. Yeah. Let's talk about marriage and children. Yeah, that was a big theme. <laughs> it's like the anti-theme. I mean, theme. It, is, it isn't, but... I, I mean, we can, we can get to that, but I do think that sort of the idea of, of dating and relationships like is sort of tangentially a part of black swan yes. and like, well, it's, it's about like the female identity and like being the perfect female yes. and i say female like very intentionally like yeah. because it's like there's little girl aspects to it and yeah. she very like i read an interesting thing where uh, like she did years of vocal coaching out like before this to like sound have like a deeper voice because she's naturally like kind of light um, like high voice. Wow. Uh, and so she felt she was worried she'd like reverse that progress because she had to have kind of like a childish voice in this movie. Yeah. And you can hear that. You can hear like she like it's a very different tone for her. Yeah. Um, so it, I like I say I say female because it's there's a weird like you know prepubescent like I mean she's got like the stuffed animals in there, her. Room. It's also like a very body focused movie. Yes. Like there's oh, yeah. a lot of body like, horror. Yeah, that too. But yeah. I also meant like just because, and this is true for modeling too. Like there's a whole lot of focus on like having the right body type. Yeah. And I know that I like compared ballet and modeling um, in the previous episode, which might have struck some people as strange, but. I, I don't know. I stand by it. Like, I, I think that in both cases, you have to just genetically be happen to have the quote unquote right body type for these I professions. Think, and yeah. like, that's unfortunate. It excludes, it does exclude people from doing these things. Yeah. I have two sisters who got pretty far into ballet. Like, um, they took it as far as you can, like without going to the professional level, basically. Um, and they turned into swans. And they turned like they, in this movie. It was a cautionary tale. They both turned into swans. It was really like now when I have Thanksgiving, it's That's like there's up. two swans at the table. Really, they have to eat the turkey, so there's like levels, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but I, I don't think. Um, also, me and, and these two sisters, we rarely, very rarely like the same movies. Black Swan is like one of the rare movies we all like. Um, they both love this movie. Yeah. And so I, I think they would agree with you. Like, from what I hear of their observations of this world and stuff like that like they would talk about some girls and be like yeah she's really talented and really great but there's no chance she could go professional yeah, because yeah. she's short or she has really thick legs or that sort of or thing or like different sort of the way that your legs move or what yeah. shape feet you have or right. like there's other strange things if I mean, you're short and curvy like you probably can't be a professional ballerina yeah and it's pretty messed up it is and it could because it's I mean it's it's supposed to portray this like ideal of femininity and grace and that sort of thing and so you have to be this like waif um and i don't want to trash all ballerinas or say it's necessarily no, no, unhealthy no, no, no. but i think it's very or easy. models for that matter sure but i think it's very easy in those like really heightened like body focused um 
environments for it to go to an un- unhealthy place. Yeah, or um, I would I would sort of say like correlation causation i think the opposite happens where people who have an obsessive personality type can gravitate gravitate towards situations where that's encouraged as opposed to discouraged yeah and like we were we actually didn't record this on the show we talked about it after we recorded neon demon and i Mm -hmm. thought it was on the show but then when i was editing it we were like (laughs) oh all of our discussion of eating disorders like wasn't on the show so yeah i feel like i think we have to bring it back because i forgot that nina has bulimia in this yeah i and i want to say i really like I really like the way they portrayed it because I feel like the very there's a very kind of like traditional like uh, view of eating disorders where it's like all about trying to achieve Looks. a very certain look uh, it's all about vanity it's trying to be thin trying to be model right, that sort right. of thing whereas like I mean that that can contribute to it certainly but usually like the psychology sociology behind a lot of it is like if you have these external stressors that you're like processing, there's like you are socialized to find certain ways to let those those stressors out yeah. or to like have an outlet for those things. So if you're like a young man, you know, you might act out in ways that are violent or or you know aggressive towards or other boys. Or you might develop sort of other obsessive behaviors. Right. Oh, like yeah. I mean, and I, that's not collecting to say, things. Right. Or, or just other things that like are socialized. Right. As and that's not to say that, that young men don't sure don't get any disorders. Right. They certainly do. But if, if you're looking at these like these women in circumstances where they are, I mean, in this movie especially, Nina is heavily restricted and controlled. Right. Um. And she has multiple sort of obsessive behaviors. Yes. And yeah. one of them is uh, bulimia. bulimia. And in in a lot of times, if you notice in this movie, when she do, when she goes and, and throws up, it's usually in a circumstance where she feels out of control. Yeah. And this is her way of like regaining control and having a sense of like power. And that's often you know a big like driving force behind these kind of behaviors. Um, so I thought that was very authentic. I thought that was like smart and yeah. And real. I, I have a lot of good things to say about just sort of the portrayal of different. Uh, issues that Nina has in this movie. And I, I looked it up and I've, I read a lot of articles at the time when I first saw this and I, I looked some of them up again. And there are, certainly are people out there who think that the portrayal of mental illness in Black Swan isn't great. Mm. Um, like that argument's out there for sure. And we can get to it when we get to the spoiler section mm-hmm. for the ending and stuff. Sure. I can understand why people wouldn't like the movie. Yeah. I, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, in terms of just accuracy there's been a lot of articles out there about how this is a good portrayal of sort of dissociate dissociation and like some of the other things that happen in the movie are arguably quote-unquote accurate i mean it's debatable but as far as portrayals of different mental illnesses go like bulimia dissociative episodes and just the different obsessive behaviors that she has potentially paranoid schizophrenia right yeah yeah like those things at least according to some experts are well portrayed in this movie. Right. But again, it's debatable and I don't know if it's also like, it's real to be fair. Like it's really hard to portray mental illness. Why? And I feel like we're only just getting there. Yeah. As far as like the canon of American film. Yeah. And I, I think like ideally there would just be more films that are respectful, but I think that this is potentially a movie that is in the, you know, the green, the green light column in the sense that I would still recommend it to people. And I do. And I don't have as many caveats when I recommend this movie. Yeah. You don't have to warn people about like a corpse rape scene, for example. For example. Yeah. (laughs) It's Um, nice. (laughs) 
it's one of those movies there, you can bring home to mom. I, I mean, I, there is some sexual assault in this movie. Yeah. But I would say that the portrayal of it is very different than in Neon Demon. Yes. And it's very definitely. focused on Nina's experiences mm-hmm. and like her reactions to it. It invites you to sympathize with her as opposed yeah. to like sexualizing those moments in like a way that's like exploitative exploitative yeah. <laughs> we love that word here yeah listen <laughs> um i mean it fits it yeah. fits it uh, I, I guess it just in terms of like trying to give a review of this movie i i definitely recommend the movie for sure if you've never seen it before and like watching a movie about sort of the female experience and ballet and female competition yeah and and uh it's spooky for sure there's some sort of jump scare stuff in it that's mm-hmm. that's a caveat there's a lot of body horror stuff there's a lot yes. of her imagining that her body is going through things yeah. and and that stuff is really creepy um so those are some caveats but i love all of that in this movie i think it's really effective mm-hmm. uh so i i don't know that's all stuff in the yes column for me i yeah. i don't have that many complaints about this movie yeah i would say i i wouldn't call them complaints but i i do feel like i hadn't seen this movie since i watched it when it first came out when i was like 20 because this was 2010 yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i should have looked up the year it came out i think it's 2010 i did not um i don't know when so i you know out. i last saw this movie seven years ago um and so i remember it feeling like a lot more serious then oh, and this really? time it almost version to camp at some points for me oh yeah um, but i, I that's think that's interesting because when i saw it before i saw it yeah. um some of my coworkers at the phoenix were talking about it because I worked there at that time. Yeah. Um, and they were like, it's so campy. It's just like a total cornball movie. I don't, like they, yeah. they like went too far into right. it. And then when I like genuinely enjoyed the movie, I was like, do I have bad taste? <laughs> like this movie is, is dramatic. Yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't necessarily say that it's just like, I don't know. I, I would don't say know. it's like, whoa, total camp fest. Yeah. Like I would say Neon Demon's campier than this. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, but I like, and I think there's like little humor, like release valves in between. Like we get a scene with Nina and, uh, who was, what was Lily? Lily. Yeah. Is Mila Kunis's yeah, character. Yeah. Um, we get a scene with Nina and Lily meeting like boys at a club mm-hmm. and talking to them. And there's a little bit of like audience awareness there where the guys are like, what's the, what's one like, I don't care. This seems really <laughs> stupid. And whereas we've been following the, for the whole movie up till now, like Swan Lake's the thing and the Swan Queen is like all this is very meaningful and so to get that break where it's like I I don't care like are you gonna fuck me or not just like a couple of guys who are like I've literally never heard of this right. I'm not I, familiar with this apparently iconic story right uh, and then like her cell phone goes off in the middle of the conversation and, and it's it plays <laughs> that actually was funny to me pretty much every time yeah that yeah. her cell phone is the Swan the Lake, Swan Lake yeah. song right so like there's there's a, like there's a self-awareness about it but I don't think it's total camp all the time like no, I don't especially either towards the end it's very intentionally horrific i think so yeah and and the horror parts of the movie mm-hmm. i don't watch a lot of horror movies you watch more than i do i think oh constantly my life is a is horror so like <laughs> i don't know what that for, means <laughs> oh my, God. my every day I, w- I wake up and i'm like you know what i i say the cage of capitalism is a horror movie that we all are witness to it's a great point thanks um <laughs> That's I was just like ensuring my um my other uh, podcast about 
about the class struggle, the election. <laughs> oh uh, God, no! I'd yeah, rather we're missing another presidential Thank debate God. to record this. I think every like kind of political event we should schedule the recording. I think it's, this feels like a safe space. This is like an inside joke with ourselves, but <laughs> during the recording of this episode and during the recording of the Neon Demon episode, there were the two presidential debates yeah, that were intentionally avoiding. We missed them to I, do this. Kudos us. Yeah, we did it right, everyone. Anyway. So anyway, watch this movie instead of the presidential debate. It's already too late for you to do that by the time yeah. you listen to this, but sorry, I don't know. By anyway. the time you hear this, it'll be too late. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Why did I bring that up? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to like I'm so sorry. review this movie. Yeah. I don't remember what I was going to say. You said you would I, well, yeah. Oh, I was saying I thought that the horror parts of this movie were actually really scary. Yeah. Less so this time because I knew they were coming. Right. But when I first saw this movie, like I mean, I we can get into this more in the spoiler section, but there's like some violent shock parts that made me jump a lot yeah. when I saw them the first time. Yeah, and I mean, there's a there like they do a really good job of building a sense of unease because you start to slowly realize that our narrator is highly unreliable. Like yeah. Nina's perspective can't be trusted. Uh, and, but like you, you start putting that together and then you're like, oh man, she really, and then you're like, oh no, oh yeah. So it's like, it keeps building on that technique. But, um, but what's cool about that is that I think you still sympathize with her. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's not like, oh, In who knows of if that. any of this is happening. I feel like there's, there's. That's so hard to walk that line it though. Is. And I think that this movie excels at that. Yeah. And no, I would, can, I would definitely agree. We can break it down in the spoiler section, but. Break um, it down. Yeah. We can break it down <laughs> um, musically. <laughs> we can remix Tchaikovsky Swan Lake in yeah. the spoiler section. Oh my god, that's such a good idea. I don't know if I know how to do that. <laughs> it sound, it sound, this could be a time for you to learn. Okay. Overall, I, I recommend this movie. I think, you know, it's, it's not totally straight-faced psychological horror. Um, there's a dash of campiness to it. There's some parts where, like, I feel like they were really trying to make sure the whole audience was on board, like, with getting the theme. Like, and I was telling Maddie about. I mean, we can talk about that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, just to give you like the essential background plot. Oh, do we want to go over the plot for Swan Lake? I think we can wait and do that in the spoiler section. Okay. I feel like this is about as much info as I would want to give somebody before they saw the movie. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, no, I feel you. I feel you. Which I actually, unlike Neon Demon, I actually think this movie's worth seeing yeah um and it, or like, you could just listen to this show that's fine too yeah <laughs> yeah i i think they should like stop watching movies and just wait for us to cover them i think so too i think you'll get a you'll get a better experience yeah i think our podcast citizen is actually Kane? better than more a, like citizen can we Maddie do citizen game on this show we have to now that i said it that would be fun yeah don't ask me what we would pair it with suggest stuff if, if you want Kane to and um freddy got fingered yeah duh <laughs> That's like an obvious. Uh, like I don't know why you had to ask, but like I don't know why it didn't come to me. Honestly, yeah. what's th- weird is that I've seen both of those movies. I haven't. I've seen Citizen Kane. I've seen Freddy Got Fingered. Was it Tom Green? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. This is really a he derail. Was weird. But yeah, he was weird for a period of time. He Did still he stop is getting weird. weird. I think he actually chilled out for a bit. I feel like I haven't heard about him in a long time. Probably, yeah, he made me uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a weird movie. He kept like. I remember thinking out. parts of it were funny. 
I, I don't know. I'm going to cut all this out. There, <laughs> there's a part of the movie, there's a part of the movie where he puts on an entire tuxedo backwards and walks down the stairs backwards singing a song going on the backwards man. And I remember thinking that scene was pretty really good. fucking funny. It sounds pretty good to and me. It's yeah. honestly yeah. still sounds good in my I, head. And, and it's, it's I, it makes me think of Citizen Kane when I hear that. <laughs> I'm like you could very Tuxedos, easily male performance going back around down the like going back down the stairs is like kind of like symbolism masculinity, for success but like success taking you backwards yeah 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 you yeah. know away from your values like you're declining <laughs> as you as you succeed you yeah, think yeah, you're yeah. going forward Are but you're you a backwards back? man and there's a lot there's like a paternal figure in sure. freddie got fingered i don't I, remember I if that's in it's not <laughs> anyway <laughs> black swan Back what, to should this we give movie. it like a rating? Oh, um, we didn't last time. I give it two out of two swans. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's know. as many swans as you can give out of two. Um, am I trying to give it like a rating out of ten? Do we want to do ratings? Do people like ratings? Do people like I, quantitative data? I think they like quantitative data. Yeah. Um, do we have any quantitative data on a, <sighs> on a movie? I think last time all we did was... Um, do we recommend it or not? And if we recommend it, is it like a so bad it's good situation? Got it. Which is kind of where you fell on yeah. the end. Or people, is it like a you genuinely recommend if it? If people want us to do grades, I guess tell us. But for now, we're just going to say if we'd recommend it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, I And I would. think we both, yeah, we both yeah. are for it. Yeah. I, don't, I, yeah. I feel like, do you think like straight dudes would like this movie? Oh, good question. Um, I feel like um, like women would probably like this movie. I think I think so. Yeah, I, I've I've known dudes who liked it, but I think my friends are a biased sample. So, mm. but I mean, who the heck is listening to this show? They've got to be willing to listen to women talk if they're listening to this show. So no dudes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, you're, you're a dude Slammed listening Wendy's. to this. <laughs> I got you, Wendy. Oh my god! <laughs> this is just a secret, like vendetta like, show against, against Nicholas Winding Refn. I like that we said that in unison. That was cute. Yeah, it's because we're both swans. Oh my! Oh, I'm the evil one. Yeah. I was gonna ask, but we've already established that yeah. at the top of the show. Well, you don't have to be. I mean, things could change at any time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Spoiler Town. Yeah, should we go? To, one should, way we, train. should we get on the train to Spoiler Town? Yeah. Can a movie really be spoiled? Does knowing the plot really ruin a movie? It's sort of a philosophical question. We can't answer that for you. Just figure out what you want to do. But if you don't want to know the plot, turn this off. Right now. Uh -uh. Honk honk. That's not a train sound. But like a swan. Uh, uh, oh, that's kind of like a swan. <laughs> is that, that a good. swan noise? I thought there was like a swan in the room for a second. <laughs> that's how authentic that there was. There is. <laughs> Maddie's moving a like a snake. Dance? It was not like a swan at all. It, she's lucky no one but me was witness to that. It was more. It was like a frightened snake. Spoilers, I don't know how to dance. I could not do any of that shit in this movie. That. I'm glad you saved that for the spoiler I'm section. I'm glad too. I'm glad no one knew that. Mm. There's a lot of dancing in this movie, guys. There is. And apparently there's some controversy. Did you read about this? Yes, I did. About like how Natalie much Natalie Portman did. did. Like did barely anything, apparently. But that's not what the director says. Director's like, Natalie did like 85%. Mm -hmm. But the dancer's like, bullshit. Yeah. That was me with Natalie's face pasted on mine, which like I wouldn't know. 
Yeah, I wouldn't know either. There was also like a lot of face trickery in this movie anyway. So I it's know. like, who even knows who is who? Yeah. You that's know? A, that's... Was Mila Kunis even in this movie? I think she wasn't. No. I think that was all Natalie Portman. She's amazing. She's amazing. Okay, so we don't have to go through the plot beat by beat like we yeah. did last time because there's almost <laughs> no plot. Do we want to go over the plot of Swan Lake for a uh, second? You, Which is similar to you the plot. Do that of... And I'll do the plot of Black Swan. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, so. Swan Lake, which I mostly know about because there's a <laughs> shitty animated princess movie called Swan Princess that I watched a million times as a kid. Mm. Don't recommend that, by the way. Not, we'll not a app. good movie. <laughs> we can do an app of that. Citizen uh, Kane, Swan Princess. Uh, no, we're already doing Freddy 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 oh, that. Goddamn so, it. All right. I can't believe yeah. we forgot that. Now I have to leave that in because it's clearly <laughs> yes. a running gag. Um, anyway, uh, so. This is all probably going to run together, but um, in Tchaikovsky's version and in the Swan Princess version, they're pretty similar. Um, Odette is a woman who is transformed into a swan before Swan Lake even starts. Mm-hmm. Um, we by, don't know. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, we don't know. Mm. Uh, by a, a wizard dude named named Rothbart, and he imprisoned all these women as swans in this lake because mm-hmm. he's a fucking weirdo. And this is just like he's, he's just, a furry. He's. I mean, but they still turn back into women also. So like, what's Mm. going on there? But like by night or something. So he's like into fucking swans. I don't know. This Rothbart guy's got issues. Mm -hmm. So like he turns all these women to swans and collects them in his secret lake. (laughs) And um, this prince needs to find a lady to marry. And his mom is like, dude, you got to get your shit together and like marry someone. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but I want to marry for love. And so then he's just wandering around being emo and he finds this lake, Swan Lake. And he sees all these swans and they turn into girls and he's like, I want that super hot swan queen lady. That's who I want to marry. He sees her like dancing. Yeah, he sees her turn into a human and he's entranced because he's like, I want That's what I want in a woman. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what I'm into. Um, So (laughs) then he finds out that if he pledges to love her forever, then she'll turn back into a human and they can be together. Um, so he does pledge to love her forever, I guess. And then... But pledges it to the wrong girl. Because that's when he's well, tricked. he's going to pledge to yeah. her, but Rothbart, like, overhears or sees this or something. Yeah. And he's, he's like... Not happy. He's like, I gotta, I gotta put a stop to this. I don't want my swan queen to, to go be with this prince guy. I want her to stick in my lake forever. <laughs> sure. And um, so he has an enchantress daughter, and he transforms her into... Uh, oh, well, I, this part is sort of vague. It depends on the staging, and it depends on the story. But according to some stagings, Odile who's the black swan, does look exactly like Odette mm-hmm. or perhaps looks very similar to her or doesn't at all, depending on how you want to interpret it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Odile goes to this ball and meets the prince there and he falls in love with her, either because he thinks she's Odette or just because he's like, this chick's hot. <laughs> and do. he dances with her. He's entranced by her, perhaps for magical reasons. And then meanwhile, all of that is killing Odette also for magical reasons. Who sees. Yeah. yeah. She sees it and she's like, oh, he doesn't want to be with me. So that's destroying Ladies, me. Uh, utterly. There. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> you see your dude like hanging out with a different swan. You're like, man. Yeah. What's going to happen? And then you're like, I guess I'll kill myself because without male affection, what do I have? Good but, lesson, you know? But, so that's the version in Black Swan. Yes. Is I'll kill myself. And that's where Black Swan, the movie, 
ends. Spoilers. <laughs> right. But I, we also but remember there's the, other in versions. in the ballet. Yeah. Um, where the prince is like, no, I loved you all along. And he kills himself and they kill also. And the, they both, they kill themselves together. Right. Or to, in the animated version that I saw that's kid friendly. <laughs> no one kills himself. He realizes that he was wrong to yeah. fall in love with Odile and he leaves her and he ends up with an Odette in the end and true love prevails and they end up being together. Mm-hmm. Um, so either they're together in death or in life. That's sort of a happier ending than yeah. him just ending up with the black swan and like being a fucking clueless bozo. <laughs> right. Uh, we get the clueless bozo version. We kind of do. Yeah. It's not really clear what the actual end of the ballet is. Yeah. Cause she like looks to both of them and is like, peace. Yeah. She definitely, I mean, she definitely kills herself. Yes. I don't believe he So does. do you want to go over briefly the plot of black swan, yeah, which isn't it. necessarily the same as let's what do I just it, said. Yeah. Um, so Black Swan, there's like this really high anxiety ballerina named Nina, and she's like wonderful dancer, very technically talented, but like just can't like artistically kind of let go. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like on like realize this, but her instructor also says it repeatedly throughout <laughs> the movie. She's got creepy Vince um, Vincent Castle. Vincent yeah, Castle. is her instructor. Yeah. yeah, and she also has a mom who is like a oh stage my mom. God, mom. Like the like quintessential stage mom yeah. so um the next uh big dance that this uh production company is going to put on is black swan and it's new york city ballet well, it's, it, i guess it's swan lake do they oh yeah it's swan sorry <laughs> it's black swan the movie it's very meta <laughs> it's, it's and then the whole movie starts over again and it actually never finishes it's, really <laughs> it's just you just fall into it and then you die it's like mirror of a mirror yeah. of a mirror yeah yeah anyway <laughs> and and so uh creepy vincent is it vincent I think it's Vincent Casso. Yeah. Do you creepy, want to creepy Frenchy guy? Yeah. <laughs> which is now his name. Yeah. Is like, oh, but we're going to do it a d- different way. Yes. We're going to have the white swan, the sweet, virginal, beautiful white swan, is also going to play the black swan, the seductive, right, evil right. Which black some swan. productions of Swan Lake do that and some yeah. don't. But this one is doing it, apparently. Yes. Um, and so Nina's like, I got to be it. I got to do this. Um, and gets picked to audition. But right from the start, we like he's giving her feedback, and we she can do the sweet virginal white swan. But he's like the black swan; she's not there. Yeah, um, and because she's not seductive enough. Right. She's not sexy and evil. Right, and all this um, shit. And he gets really creepy with that by like. You know, she tries to meet with him one on one to be like, I really want this. I know I can do it. And he makes When does it... Lily show up at, in the movie? Lily, Lily shows up right in the beginning. Right. Okay. So there's just this other dancer. Simultaneously. Yeah. Lily played shows by up. by Molly Kunis. Yeah. Um, she shows up at the beginning. She's from San Francisco where everybody's free and, and, and gay. And, yeah. <laughs> and she is our, our double. And like right from the beginning, um, there's a, there's a lot of like evil double sim- like, yes. uh, imagery. Like there's a, there's like the shot in the subway, there's which the I subway. Loved. Then there's a lot of like, it, every time Lily enters a scene, it usually starts at the back of her head or she's coming out of the shadows. And we, um, or like the, uh, like later on in the movie, they, they, um, put, 
uh, Natalie Portman's face over hers. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot like, of like um, Natalie Portman's character keeps thinking she's seeing herself exactly on on the street and just like yeah, seeing Miley Kunis and seeing her own face. And on... Lily's always dressed in black, of course. Yes, in yes. case we didn't get it. Yeah, um, but also I think they're made up to look intentionally similar. And so there's a yeah. lot of like similarities to Neon Demon there. Yeah, where, that's like, very true. I think the characters are intentionally supposed to look similar because they're interchangeable but very right. different well, actually then we have Winona, just like in Swan Lake right and then we have Winona Ryder who's right. the former glory of this ballet company who's aging out right um, and but and, it's forced and out interestingly um, the nickname that uh, Vincent Crepo my little princess he calls her that yeah and I was like oh fucking duh because Swan Lake is about um, get marrying a prince. Oh. And so here's what I was thinking. I don't know if we want to like skip ahead to like my weird, like merging of the plots theory okay. where I'm like a huge nerd. Yeah. But I was like, I feel like, um, Vincent Crepo is supposed to symbolize Rothbard, not the prince, mm. even though in the movie he keeps being like, I'm kind of cast myself as the prince. Cause yeah. he's like, seduce me, be the black yeah, swan. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like constantly hitting on the dancers and it's like creepy as fuck. Molesting but, the dancers. But his collection of dancers is kind of like collecting the swans. Yeah. So I think he's more of a Rothbard character mm. than anything else. And there's some implications of that. Like when yeah, she's deliberate. seeing things yeah. um, in the studio really late at night, like near the end of the movie, right yeah. before the night when she has to perform, she sees the Rothbart costume. Yeah, and then, she sees and then she the sees the vision of him fucking him. Lily. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's like a parallel of him being the magician or yeah. the, the sorcerer guy as yeah. opposed to the prince. Yeah. Um, but he is but also her prince in a way. Kind of. Yeah. But I think the prince, the prince essentially doesn't exist in this. I think the He's prince both is... prince in Rothbart. Um, the idea of having a stable career or stable mm. stability of some kind. Yeah. Because both Nina... And um, when in a writer's character want to have the lead role. I think though, I mean, I think both Nina and Winona are attracted to and want uh, creepy Sure, friendship. but I think that like the nebulous idea of perfection and oh, like yeah, yeah. being the lead ballerina is yeah. sort of like a concept that they want. Yeah. The idea of being the little princess. Yeah. I think it's more conceptual. But it's, I mean, I think it's also overt at times. There's like a lot, because it's like Nina discovering her sexuality. Right. Nina realizing she's like attracted to this guy. But like, is she? I mean, that's a debatable, I think. It is debatable. I agree. Anyway, we can can keep recapping the movie. Anyway, where was I? Oh my god, Manny. But there's no like specific guy love interest in this yeah, movie. No, no, no. There's... Which is important, I yeah, feel like. I think so. Uh, it's as if like Bean was eliminated yeah, from Neon Bean's Demon. Yeah, Bean's gone. Cuz Bean was unless we all knew Bean was unnecessary. It's kind of like as though the guy, all of the men in Neon Demon sort of combined into one dude and that's Vincent Crepo. Yeah. And like Which I think is good. I do too. And I and I think it's because it's like she's trying to fulfill all these contradictory impulses. I think it's important that she sees him in different ways. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's sort of like sometimes she admires him and is like, oh, this brilliant dance director thinks I'm talented. Like, right. I feel special. And like that attention does feel important and special yeah. and validating. And like, that's a real experience that I think everybody can recognize. Yes. Um, but then it's also like creepy because it's like, is he only interested in casting her because he's sexually attracted to her and like wants to... Um, prey upon her right and like again these are themes that neon demon 
I would say unsuccessfully navigates. Yes. But Black Swan like very very successfully really navigates by being like, well, does Nina want to be with this guy? Right. Is she curious about having sex with this dance director guy, or is right. she? more just scared of it and I would say like that those conflicted feelings also contribute to like her agony in a lot of scenes like especially there's one scene where she after a big party she goes home to his apartment he invites her home and she's like warring in that moment between like wanting to be good and pleasing to an authority figure yeah but also being like I don't want to have sex like she (laughs) yeah yeah, she wants to be good and like pure and right which is kind of like mom's side and and also, like, I want to be good. I want to be everything this authority figure wants me to be. Yeah. So it's, like, these really interesting, like... And then there's a little bit of sexual interest. There's, like, a curiosity there. I mean, she bites him. Yeah. So that scene, I would say that's a non-consensual kiss. Oh, I mean, he forces himself yeah. on her. But <laughs> she... Do you think it's a sexy bite? Or do you think it's... I, I think it's a black swan bite. Because the, if you hear the audio cue, it's like, like they have, they have these like, li, like it's very subtle in the beginning of the movie and then much more overt later on. But they have like it. And I was trying, like, I'd have to rewind a few times to be like, where are they putting these? But like, yeah, it, if like that, when she bit him, it was a little bit of like wing flapping, like, yeah. So no, I, th- I don't know. I, I think I, that's Black Swan Nina coming out. I, I think there's sort of, again, like Neon Demon, there's sort of multiple ways to interpret these that's different true. interactions. But in a good way, and not yeah. a shitty way. Yeah. Not like there was no thought to this, but like there, there was, was thought, and yeah. I'm interested. And I think that it kind of represents reality because sometimes you hook up with somebody and you don't know how you feel about it. Yeah. <laughs> so Real talk. That's kind of like how this I've movie. Heard. Yeah, I've never, <laughs> I've honestly never touched another human. So I, I'm just basing everything Maddie on in this. a bubble just for like her writing and thoughts. She's yeah. very pure. Um, I've never left my lake, so yeah. I don't know. Uh, You're but, a little swan lake. <laughs> uh, so she, I think this first kiss, this is before she gets the role. She goes in, she like puts on this lipstick that she stole from Winona Ryder's Which desk. Which is so like. Let's her hair down. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to kind of like try to look sexy, which is what I think he wants and ask for the part. Yeah. But she's still like so shy in this right. scene, which is great. I mean, she's like doing such a good job of like showing. Like she's playing dress up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a good pair. Yeah. 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 And like, so she's kind of trying to seduce him, but she doesn't really know how what to the fuck she, do she's that doing. or like if she has to or not. To the point where, so he says like, it's too bad. I gave another girl the role. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay. I understand. And he slams the door and he's like, fight me. He's yeah. Like, he's like, you got your sexy lipstick. You're here. I know why you're here. Yeah. Like, so let's see that. Um, which I thought was it. Like, so he eggs her on and that's when he forces himself on yeah, her. He, he kisses her. Yeah. And she's, she bites his lip. She bites him. Yeah. And he's, he draws back and is like shocked that she did this. Yeah. And he's like, oh my God. And then decides to cast her. Right. In the lead. Because in that moment, he, he tells her later, like, I, he's like, I, I want to see more, like, I think you got that potential in you. You got yeah. that like sexy black swan. So like. So is he putting that on her? I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. But like just in general, I just wanted to say that I really hate this as like a trope that exists in reality of like the director who thinks that negative feedback is effective. Oh my God, yeah. This is like the lie that the movie does sell that I was like kind of uncomfortable about. Does it though? Because she dies, you know? Yeah. She like to become what he's asking for. She, she has dies, to die, which I think is a, a quote unquote good message. Yeah, because I was like, so I don't think it's like rah rah is... pro like be an asshole. I hope that's the takeaway. Yeah, 
I, I mean, I that's he, why I enjoy the movie. I don't think because he's I think be the that's good guy. But, I don't think so either. Yeah, but like, he's just creepy. to to hammer it home, yeah. this is like a really fucked up way for a director to behave. Oh my god! Yeah. Even aside from the fact that he's hooking up with his lead actress and like yeah. sort of sexually manipulating her and emotionally manipulating yeah. her, the like. The fact that he constantly insults her, like that's... And tells her to go masturbate at home. Yeah, that's weird. But I mean, like, when she's performing in front of him and he's, like, shouting insults at her, like, about her performance, that's, like, demonstrably ineffective. And asking other dancers if they'd fuck her. Yeah. Yeah. So that scene... Okay. Yeah. That was one of the scenes where I was like, this is too corny. <laughs> like, that scene went too far for well, me. Well, the funny thing is, that's her husband with now. <laughs> He's like, would you fuck this? And apparently, like, he was like, sign she's me up. She's dancing with the guy who plays the prince. Break me off a piece and of that. She's, we're supposed to believe that Natalie Portman, who's like, like this, a knockout, is a frigid is, bitch, is a frigid as Winona. Ice queen. A frigid little girl. That's yes. what Winona says. Which is um, weird. Usually frigid is old and little yeah, girls. I, yeah, I mean, they don't say frigid. They say she says frigid. I, I guess. Winona says frigid little girl. Look it up. Okay, I believe This is our first fight on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. Um, so she... We're supposed to believe that no one... That this prince guy doesn't want to have sex with her. Yeah. And and we kind of have to be told this by this scene because yeah. I don't think it's clear. And I, this is There's a few th- moments in this movie where the the director has to say has to spell out like you're not doing a good enough job and like as a non-ballet dancer every time anything happens i'm like it looks good to me honestly yeah and i mean this is this is one of my my critiques about this movie is is like it it works very hard to make sure we're all on board with like you're beautiful as the white swan but you're no black swan and he says it like 50 times i'm like i think we get the concept but like i don't at any point buy it because i'm like well so of like course a, she can do a, it. It has to be told to us, but apparently it has to be told to us like two hundred times. Yeah, because I don't think they think we're gonna buy right. it. Right, and they do like they do something like they have Lily intentionally like smile yeah. and like laugh and and have her hair down, mm-hmm. and so we have and like whereas Natalie looks constantly stressed and, yes. and like freaking out, so we get these like little visual cues where we're supposed to be like, oh, I see, but like they're both doing a good job. I know they're know? both killing it, and I feel like. There's, I'm sure, plenty of examples of people who've danced the white swan and the black swan and been better at one or the other in real life. Like, yeah. surely that's a thing. But but anyway. But um, usually, like, being a dancer, too, anyway, is, like, you're supposed to be able to evoke different moods and styles and everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, acting as well as dancing. And yeah. so we're supposed to believe that Natalie Portman is Cannot. a great dancer who somehow can't right. show certain emotions while dancing. Right. Which I think like I'll, I'll get on board for that, especially because like her situation is so extreme. Like she lives, a, she lives with her mother yeah, so, in her late twenties. She's got, st- her whole room is light pink, which is very similar to like neon demon like style. Yeah. So the interesting difference is that neon demon is about a 16 year old. girl. Yeah. An actual child. Yeah. So that changes the fact that we're supposed to hate that character and, I would say ruins it. Yeah. But in this, um, I think Nina's supposed to be like 28 or something. Yeah. She says her age at one point and it's like pretty old Late 20s. to be only now getting a, a big part. Right. And, and, her and mother, that's emphasized is like, she's, yeah. this is like her this last her chance, chance right. in a way. Um, she's been in the company for like a decade or something and, yeah. and hasn't gotten the lead ever. Right. Um, and so she, this is like her moment and her mother is like a stage mom who never got a lead role. Well, the reason she did pregnant. it. Yeah. She hooked up with her director. Yeah. Her director. We don't and, know who it is. And though. had Nina. And so had to like drop it of the ballet scene to have this baby. Yeah. And 
also sexuality is a very real threat. Like yep. that's what the mom sees sexuality is like the ultimate danger. Yes. So Nina's this light pink, pure little girl. And her room is full of stuffed animals, animals, which she throws out during her very big symbolically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she's always in white or like very light pink and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Although they start dressing her in black and gray yeah. as the movie goes along because yeah. of course, of course, <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, and so she it's a very extreme heightened thing. You yeah, know? like the overprotective mom thing. I loved that though. I was, was like good. I love that this movie is like primarily about like a maternal pressure evil. and yeah. like she's evil. Yeah, but I like her mom. mom so so there's sort of like some implied history of abuse stuff with her mom. Yeah. Which well, she's very like Nina has no bodily autonomy. Yeah. If her mom demands to look at a part of her body or touch a part of her body, the mom gets to do that. So it's very scary in that way. Like it's, yeah. uh, and she doesn't have a lock on her door. And so it has to like, like, um, Jerry rig, like a piece of wood to put yeah, it up against she, it at like, some point. She creates sort of a makeshift lock. And I we'll, didn't understand how that lock worked by the she, way. She, yeah. Um, <laughs> didn't but, work. And I was like, like, run the movie for me. Her mom sits <laughs> in her room and watches her sleep oh God, and yeah. the masturbation. That's scene. like, that scene, <laughs> interestingly, was like, I do remember my guy friend saying that was the scene that creeped him out the most. And I was like, We're, really? It's kind of funny. I know. Like I was a, like, like the, <laughs> Nina's so there's a scene where Nina masturbates because creepy guy told her to go home and masturbate. And I think the is she's a virgin. I think so too. Yeah, because again, it's never stated like in Neon Demon. Oh no, Neon Demon, she does state she it. She lies and says she isn't. Right. And I think she, I think Nina does the same Nina thing. Nina lies and says she isn't. I think she, she says yeah. she isn't, but I think you're supposed to believe she is. Right. Right. So actually, that's another parallel. Yeah. There are so many parallels that it was like weird. I wonder. I'm a pretty good movie. I picker. wonder if Winding Road watched Black Swan and was like. <laughs> And then like I got it. drank a bunch, Honestly, jerked off, it. and then like wrote Neon Demon. Oh my god, we're being really mean. <laughs> Come and fight me. Uh, yeah. If if Nicholas Winding Refn agrees to be on the show, like I will talk with him and be much more respectful. Until then, the blood feud continues. <laughs> okay. The only other blood feud I'll have is with Christopher Nolan. Okay. Uh, that's the two. I feel like we can come up with a lot more blood feuds. So yeah, I don't know if you right. want to cap it. I don't know if you want to put a cap on blood feuds. I should probably um, rank them at some point. Yeah, too. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, all right. um, people like rankings, I think. Oh, they love rankings. Yeah, so top 10 blood feuds top on this ten, show. Top 10 Maryland blood feuds. <laughs> this one was a classic blood feud. Went on for like two years. So. Should I write like a blood feud theme song? <laughs> if you want. Oh, I like your voice is so like cute and like fun it's I know like, I can only write, I can only write like synth pop stuff because of the voice I have I so. would love a synth pop a synth blood pop feud blood song feud. but you have to wait till like there like I, there's some instance no of I know I, I'll, I'll we'll wait until it becomes an actual segment yeah pocket um, it for now cool 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 um so we, anyway oh the masturbation scene yeah so <laughs> the scene where Nina is masturbating and she's like getting really into it and then all of a sudden it like smash cuts to her mom asleep in a nearby chair and in Nina, Nina's room yeah with a big like horror movie yeah like, and it's like i think it turns and then it does a cut and zooms in or yeah, something it's like, like super corny right and then nina like didn't realize her out. mother had fallen asleep in her room yeah and, and so she's like oh oh and then like climbs back onto the covers and is like breathing really fast yeah, and, like, and is terrified. like oh my god like what would have happened if she'd seen me doing this shit yeah but so she didn't right but like sexuality is the bad guy yeah yeah um, but like so i just thought it was funny that like the guys that i remember watching this who were like really funny. that scene oh my god and i'm the like why is, that, is this like a terror that, <laughs> that men have? <laughs> like your mom seeing you masturbate is the worst thing you can imagine. Yeah. I get that this is like a guy fear, but for me, I was like, 
that's not the biggest fear of this movie. I think the biggest fear <laughs> is like societal pressures and like bulimia. Destroying yourself. So destroying like, yourself yeah. for the sake of your career. Yeah. Making every possible sacrifice in order to get ahead. Sexual and like literally dying abuse. because of like how yeah. devoted you are to this, to being to perfect. To an idea that's impossible. Yeah, to like a literally impossible, no, unachievable. not scary. That's not scary. fine. Honestly, that didn't. Doesn't bother me. Yeah, I think that says a lot about uh, <laughs> men and women. Guys, this is the most gender. Guys, I'm really sorry. Bias. I'm sorry we're throwing men under the bus again. But we listen, need to have like a man men week. made this movie. So we have a man week. Do we? Can we have the guest? Um, Can not we have a, a guest. man as no, a guest? The no, movie. I'm the saying movie, no right now. The movie, the guest. I think that's about like toxic masculinity. I've never seen that. Well, oh, we can check cool. it out. We'll okay. figure it out. There's so many movies about toxic masculinity, though. No, we gotta narrow the field. I think that's a the one. Okay. We can pair that with the prestige. Oh my gosh. Talk about blood feud. Anyway. Right, anyway. Um, yeah. What do we want to cover next? We've covered a bunch of stuff. Basically, blah, blah, blah. This whole, she gets increasingly suspicious of Lily um, and gets really paranoid. But it's really kind of in her head. So, so and Lily keeps trying to, I think, do you believe Lily's genuine in trying to be her friend and support her? I think so. I think so too. Okay. It would have been, it would have scared me if you were like, I <laughs> no. think she was trying to take me down. Because I think, I, and I, I think, think we're supposed, supposed to think that Lily is right, really but then just trying to be as we friend. realize that Nina is really not reliable, yeah. we start to realize like, oh shit. Yeah, like Nina, so Nina frequently is disassociating in this movie and it happens more and more as the movie goes along. Yeah, and I think. She starts seeing things. Yeah, and I think the biggest break happens when. Uh, so Nina and, and Lily have a few spats, like and like miscommunications and misinterpretations and stuff like that. And just so, in in the ballet studio, right? Just, like, and so Lily, things. to make amends, comes out to her apartment, her mother's apartment, and is like, "Let's go out. Let's go out to the club. Yeah, like let's just hang out and get to know each other." Um, they meet Tom and Jerry, but the guy's other name, who Winter Soldier himself. Bucky Barnes. I did not recognize That's him. That's why I texted you and said, hey, it's the Winter Soldier. Do you think I just said that out of nowhere? Yeah. <laughs> Guys, this gives you context to the sort of shit I send Maddie. If that did not phase her or make her curious at all. Oh, hey, it's the Winter Soldier. That was Bucky. <laughs> or Sebastian, what's I his face? I think it was like an... <laughs> Why he was, he was, just, <laughs> you're like, sounds right. Sounds like Marion. I do send you word shit. Like, you do, to be fair. you do. And I probably thought it was like a reference to something else in the movie. I no, don't know. It was literally him. But like Bucky Barnes is in this movie and I forgot. <laughs> um, anyway, so she goes to the club, takes ecstasy for the first time, mm-hmm. drinks, I think has sex with, are we to believe her when she says she has sex with them? Or do you think she was just egging her mom on? I think she was egging her mom on. Okay, so but maybe, I mean, we do see her making out with a random guy in the bathroom. Yeah, and there is a cut in time where she kind of loses time. Yes, um, and then goes home with Lily. She thinks, and this I don't think happened. Well, and I and so it didn't happen. Yeah, because Lily is clearly confused. But so, and this is I think our first clear break from reality where we as an audience there have been like, like uh, a few other brief ones, where, but, but there's, like, this is the first like very long scene. Yeah, where Nina is seeing things happen that are not happening. Right, but so we she, the viewer don't know what's real and what. Right, isn't. she gets in a cab with Lily. Lily like starts seducing her and like feeling her up and stuff like that. They get back to Nina's house. Um, and Nina's they do, mom. They do some amazing camera work here really with do. mirrors and stuff. Like you see, like Lily, like like drift away, and you see her walk through, like 
in the view of different mirrors and yeah, like yeah. it's like so she beautifully like, done like lily walks into like the bathroom i think for a second and you see her in the bathroom win- mirror or something yeah there's like a mirror in another room she's walking into and she's not speaking she's like all like silent and kind yeah. of like ethereal and a cool like it, it's like i feel like the first time you watch it like i had already remember that this wasn't real yeah yeah but when but it, i watched it the first time i thought she was really there yeah but it's like you watch it again you're like oh this is like the way it's clearly like sums up like yeah. this is different yeah um um, so Nina's mother confronts her is very angry because Nina snuck out and came home completely drunk, yeah. which is like wildly out of character for Nina. Right. We're to understand. Um, and, and so, you know, the mother, and this is the night before her debut yeah. performance. No, it's the night before she goes on stage. For the oh, first so it's time. the night before the dress rehearsal. Yes. I think. Um, um, and so, and you know, Nina's mom's getting increasingly mad. And then as soon as Nina says, I fucked Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Like slaps her, smacks her in the face and is like really mad. Um, um, and then she pulls, we think, Lily into her room. And even the way Lily moves, like her, like out of the camera, it's beautifully done. Like I, yeah. I just, I watched the scene a bunch of times because it's so good. They go into the room. Um, she uses her little makeshift thing to block her the lock, door. Yeah. Uh, and it's like when Nina's yelling at her mother, Lily's like hanging on her shoulder, looking over her shoulder, like a kind of like demon thing. I like know, it's, so, it's good. so good. Um, and then they fuck. Yeah, they <laughs> fuck. But there's a moment while they're having sex where Nina sees her face, her own face. Yeah. And to me, I was like, this is some fight club shit. Like yeah, she's just she's masturbating. Fucking herself. Yeah. yeah. And like, she sees that the wing tattoos on Lily's back kind of transform and, but the wing tattoos are different in her vision than they really are in Mila Kunis's character in quote unquote reality. They're smaller in reality, oh, but in the in her dream they sequence, grow. they're bigger. Oh. Yeah. Um. So that's like one of the shifts. Yeah. Is that she sees these black black swan wings? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of, of like. But in the reality, they're just like little. Yeah. Sort of tree like wings. Yeah. Um. And sees her face on Lily's face, but she it, the overall positive experience. Yeah. So I wondered if. Uh, I mean, I know that you're supposed to think that she's attracted to the director guy. Yeah. But I felt like you could sort of make a case for this being like a lesbian discovery. Yes. I mean, she could just be pansexual. That's fine. Mm -hmm. But I I feel like there's a case to be made that part of this movie is her realizing that she's gay and then being really scared and being like, yeah, I can't accept that that's possible. I think you can absolutely do like a queer reading of this text. Yeah. Basically. I, and so when I was watching it again, I felt that way more so than Mm. I did the first time. And I was like, like all of her interactions with Lily, I felt were sexual tension. Yeah. Like I, like in watching it again, I was like, this is way more interesting because, like, she's, like, nervous to talk to Lily and she, like, is always looking at her. Yeah. And there's the other girls in class are like, why is Nina always staring at me? And, like... I did hear that, That yeah. was something that girls used to say about me when I was a kid. Really? Because I would check out girls. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, you I was... Like, joke's on you. I think you're hot. Peace out. <laughs> well, I, was, I was, like, a creepy kid. And, I would, like, and, and so, like, that stuff reminded me of, like, being bullied as a kid and stuff. Aww. And I was, like... Oh, like a lot of this speaks to my experience. So like Interesting. I, I did think that that stuff was interesting and I was like, yeah. this movie seems a lot gayer <laughs> second time. But that, again, that was just because the first time I watched it, I wasn't looking for those things. Yeah. Because I was That's just interesting. watching it. Um I for like, me Like do you remember at the very beginning when the other dancers are like, Nina's creepy and she's always staring yeah, well, at Yeah, they do us. a very, very clever representation of anxiety yeah. um, that she's feeling at any moment by we we hear little bits of whispering yes. from other characters characters and they they do a really good job of in the final scene the whispers are very loud and everyone's staring at her when she's white swan yeah. and then when she's black swan everyone's like great job nina 
doing a great job. Like you yeah. hear it's just praise, and she's and she's not even looking. She doesn't so give a fuck. Talk, uh, so oh, let's talk. So let's go get, back. No, no, no. Let's get oh, to the. Like, I want to go back to the lesbian discussion. Okay, more lesbian stuff. I think what complicates <laughs> the lesbian discussion is that Lily is her mirror. Yeah. Um, and is like very intentionally her mirror. So I think like there is a narrative there where it's like uh, uh, her like a lesbian attraction, but I think it's complicated by the fact that. It could be interpreted as Nina and her own like sexual self. Yeah. Because that's what Black Swan is. Yes. And and you know, clearly we're supposed to know Lily is Black Swan. Yeah. And in that scene, it, Lily gets her face. Yes. And there's other times where her and Lily swap faces and that sort of thing. So I think it's like you could have both those narratives in there. Like it doesn't so. it doesn't have to and be I one think or the it's other. It's just like the idea of her having any sexual awareness at all is yeah. what's being awakened also, there. And it's very frightening. So whether it's being gay that's frightening or just being a sexual person at all that's frightening. Yeah, and I think that's the latter is more just like no matter who I'm attracted to, the idea it's of being terrifying. attracted to anyone is yeah. like <laughs> I'm making a face. <laughs> um, but I asked, what was I going to say? I, oh, I also found the, the interactions between Nina and Lily much more interesting this time around. But for me, it was because I saw it through a lens of like, if you like the pressure to be like a great, like the perfect woman mm -hmm. necessarily creates a lot of like tension with all other women because of like the way we see male attraction it's like a, a finite resource and you have to be yeah. and you see and all other like, women as like slutty threats but it's also literalized in this movie because there's oh, literally yeah. one main role right. that they want but that's like a perfect like metaphor for like how it like oh yeah that like interfere i mean in like, reality envy. that's not it's not true. the fucking case and i think like generationally <laughs> i think we're getting better um, i hope i think we're backsliding <laughs> Honestly, and I, and I, but I think at, like, I know for me, I can at least say like talking my own personal experience, it had to, like, I had to make a conscious effort to like, if I thought other women were like pretty or if they were, yeah. be, they're better at performing oh, yeah. femininity. I think every woman has to kind of unlearn this. Yeah. To, instead of being like that bitch yes. or like she's slutty or something like because that. To like be trained. like, look how cool this girl is. Yeah. Or to be like, oh, this isn't somehow taking away right. from who I am. Because we see that. I mean, we see that fucking everywhere. Yes. Um, and like even like kids movies, like if you're a not cool girl in school, you have to hate the cool girls yes. and like the popular girls and stuff. And also like there's always only one girl in yes. every Regina, cool the Regina George. Well, yeah. Or like in action movies or whatever, yes, male dominated movies. True. There's, there's like a, always a one a token girl. girl. And so like, technically a lot of times we are competing for like one spot. Yeah. It's a, which is fucked up. And it's yeah. super fucked up. And in male dominated professions, that's like literally often true. Right. So like, but even within the ballet world, we're like sort of seeing this where like they're yeah. all competing for the affection of one guy. And right. it's also literal because he's, having sex with some of them right so it's both sexual and professional which is fucked obviously <laughs> yeah because and winona we see with with like and and we understand that winona Ryder's character was involved was sleeping with him, with him romantically and, and he's she done with her. was his little princess and she's aged out yes and, and she tries to kill herself i think yes she throws herself in front of her yeah car. yeah yeah so let's talk about the suicide stuff do yeah. we want to get to it um, yeah, so where are we? Are we going like plot wise, or are we uh, just kinda, talking? Yeah, okay. we're just kind of fucking yeah, we're just, around. Yeah, I don't know, dancing around the subject. <laughs> <laughs> we're kind of going semi chronologically. Yeah. Um. So Winona Ryder's character, uh, 
tries to commit suicide pretty early on. And there are a lot of parallels drawn between sort of her trajectory. Oh, yeah. And Nina's trajectory. Well, Nina's, I mean, Nina's in her dressing room stealing all her stuff throughout the movie. Yeah. Trying to embody Winona. And eventually Winona Ryder's character is no longer in the dressing room. She moves out and it yeah. just becomes Nina's Right. And room. so she's literally putting on her lipstick, putting on her jewelry, putting yes. on, like, using her nail file. Yeah. All the, the trappings of femininity. Right. Um, because that's what she wants to be. She wants yes. to be Beth, which was Winona's character. And she wants to be perfect. Perfect. And that yeah. word's used a lot. Oh, yeah. But unlike Neon Demon, I didn't feel like it was, like, overdone, where, like, people no. were like, she has something. Because it was She out- has it. Well, it was always, <laughs> I, want, I need to be perfect. I want to be perfect. Not like, she's perfect. No, yeah. one, no one thinks Nina's perfect. No. And, like, but she keeps repeating that, and it's sort of tied to her other obsessive behaviors. Yes. Like, she's got, um, like, scratching. Like, she's got she, yeah, it's a like tendency picking. to scratch. Um, it's called picking. Trick, it's trick actually called. or whatever. I think that's if you pull your hair out um, only. Yeah. But if you Google picking, it's. Yeah. You'll get some horrifying links. Yeah, don't Google images. Yeah. Just <laughs> be careful. But yeah, just like if you have, if you bite your nails a lot or, or pick your lip a lot, which I definitely do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Nina does some of that. She picks her nails, which I used to do a lot more when and I was a kid. And they do like body horror stuff with that. They do too. a lot of body horror stuff with well, that. Well, and she, and she, like, and she scratches her, her compulsively. back compulsively. Like, and we, because we see her seeing her reflection do it menacingly. Yeah. And like she I can't stop her scene. reflection from doing that. That's and so like neat. deliberately cutting her fingernails in half and shit. Oh. Those scenes were so great. They're scary. And it's, I mean, because it's not just like, ooh, a scary thing's happening on screen. It's, it's like, like beyond her control. That feeling of being out of control and hurting yourself. Yes. And being self-destructive. And like the which way is that the very movie real shows thing. that and it's being good. like, she's reacting to watching herself hurt herself. Yeah. Is very cleverly shot and also like... relatable effective yeah to be like oh like i i like this is a really interesting portrayal of like self-harm yeah absolutely i i liked and was scared by but it was also like yeah this is real yeah Yeah. you if the stakes felt very real even like a lot of times like she wouldn't have actually injured herself. Like, she yeah. would come to, and, and the injury wouldn't be there, but it felt so, like, But real. there were other times when it was clear that she was, like, injuring Hurting herself, herself in yeah. other ways. Like, obviously, the bulimia is real, and the yeah. scratching, like, is real. Yeah, the scratching somewhere. is real. But, um, and the way the mother... And the is... turning into a swan stuff, real. Totally real. <laughs> when, she tur- when she sprouts feathers, and her <laughs> legs become swan legs, and her neck gets longer, all yep. real. That was all real. That happened. <laughs> I'm skipping it. I wanted to talk about the parallels with Winona first. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, So I think we're supposed to understand that Winona doesn't have exactly the same set of issues that Nina does, but she has some similar obsessive behaviors and... Um, well, at least self-harming behavior. Yeah, and it's not so much about wi- Beth herself as it is the role. Yes. Like, the role kills you. Yeah. Having to be this woman kills you. Yeah. And it killed Beth, like, slowly. Yeah. And it killed Nina quickly. Well, they both sort of commit suicide. Yeah. Well, we don't really know what ends up happening to Beth. Yeah, we don't. Okay, so Beth jumps in front of a bus near the beginning of the movie. And clearly damages her legs to a point where she probably can't dance anymore. Yeah, but she'd already retired, so it's kind of like... But she was forced to retire and was still a beautiful dancer. I know. That's what Nina says. Yeah, but she's too old, so it's... Fuck it, you know what I mean? Right. Fuck it. Anyway, um, so her legs are destroyed. Yeah, and Nina's horrified by this. She yeah. sees her in the hospital. So Nina like, goes to visit her in the hospital, and they're not, like, friends. Like, no. I think, I interpreted this as, like, it's fucking weird that yeah, Nina's visiting her. Yeah, she has an obsessive relationship with Beth. Yes. And is trying to be her, but is, like, afraid of her. Yeah. And, like, confused by her. And, like, before the, the bus jumping situation, Beth goes to Nina and is, like... 
angry you. and jealous and yeah, it's like drunk. oh are you having sex with the director now like yeah. fuck you and Nina's like not everyone has to it's very Jesse-esque yeah was that Jesse-esque yeah, yeah. Um, and like there. Beth is like angry and insulted that Nina's basically implying unintentionally I think that that she like was sleeping is with the whore. director and didn't have to and right that's kind of insulting and sure um but I think Nina's just unwittingly like but I just I don't know right well I think there's a little bit of bitchiness yeah 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 maybe not as much as as Beth picked up on but um it's hard to say so um yeah I guess it's I don't know but what happens towards the end with Beth's narrative she goes to visit Beth in the hospital multiple times and the second time she's like I wondered if this was real actually Mm, I don't think she really goes to the hospital the second time so We'll tell you what's portrayed on screen. She goes to the hospital and return tries to return all of Beth's things. Yeah, and she's in the midst of like a paranoia crisis. She's terrified. She thinks Lily's going to steal this role from her. Yeah, she's realizing that she's remembering also, things that may have not happened. We've already seen a few scenes that have been confirmed not to happen. So right, the audience like, at this point is already in a space of like, what's real? What's not? Right. We're we've been primed for that. Yes, and so but Nina herself is scared, and so she. Um, and, but she's blaming on Lily. She's like, Lily is after me. Yeah. And she's and feels, going to Beth and she's like, I understand what it's like now. Yeah. Somebody's trying to steal my role from right. me. Right. And I don't want this. I don't want, I don't want to steal. Like, I don't want these things and gives all the things back. Uh, and Beth breaks them up like, what the fuck? You yeah. know, like, like, uh, <laughs> like, why did you take bitch? my shit? Right. Um, and then she, Nina says, I want to be perfect like you. Yeah. And Beth says, Perfect. And then she goes, I'm nothing! And starts repeatedly stabbing herself in the face with, with the nail, nail file. file. Which would not work, by the way, because they're oh, not that sharp. It's literally like right in there. It's disgusting. It, would it was not, so effective as fuck, but it's it was disgusting. so terrifying. Uh, over and over, and she goes, nothing, nothing. Like, oh, oh. And yeah, so Nina and then flips she, shit, runs away. But Beth, like, runs after her. No. Doesn't she? No. I thought she, like, she's in a wheelchair. And, like, I don't no, know. she's I in a wheelchair. Remember. But Man, I know I, she's at. At Nina's apartment when Nina gets back, because she like sees oh, her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. But um, Nina runs the elevator, goes to hit the button. Yeah. Out, her hands covered in blood, and yes. she drops a bloody nail file. Yeah. So we don't. So and the, that is like the first like holy shit is Nina hurting people. Did Nina just stab Beth in the face? Yeah. In a moment of like insanity. I know, but I and I was just thinking like. Is Nina even really here? Right. Did she see Beth? Yeah. yeah. Like, where is she right because now? Because right now, we don't know. Yeah. Um, and there's, a, I mean, there's a lot, ha- like, that happens towards the end of the movie. We don't know how much of it is, is real. Yeah. Um, but I don't think Nina actually does hurt anybody. That's my headcanon okay. for this movie, is that yeah. she only hurts herself at any point. It's, which is, I mean, which we is are accurate. given room to believe that, you know? Yeah. And it's also, like, accurate to reality. Like, usually yeah. mentally ill people hurt themselves. Yeah. Um, unintentionally or intentionally or whatever. Yeah. And very levels of intent. Um, right. Like, and that's what this movie is. Unfortunately, the end result is that yeah, she... Yeah, and we, I mean, we see she gets back to her apartment. She's hallucinating. She sees... This she is, see, I know that... That was the scariest scene yeah, for me. I know. I mean, okay. not like scary, like, I, but it was like, ah, ah. It's like a classic jump scare where yeah. she like turns on the light and Beth is standing in the there in the kitchen in the background covered in blood. And well, rushes after her. And rushes after her, yeah. Yeah. But that's like. But clearly... I don't think she stands up. I think you're right. I don't think she stands up in the hospital. No. But she is like standing and like yeah. rushing around the apartment. Yes. But isn't really there. No. Um, and Nina. She ru- is really there, though, right? 
Yeah, she's really there. <laughs> and Nina runs into the room. I have, like, all the pictures her mother paints of her, which is oh so weird. Creepy, so creepy. So her mother really, like... She sits around painting pictures of Nina's face, which right? Which is fucking weird. It's so weird. But, like, so her. Like, yeah. classic Nina's mom. Um, <laughs> but and she... And all the pictures are screaming at and, Nina. And, like, moving and, and... And when Nina goes, stop, they go, stab! And yell back. It's terrifying. I know. It was really... And so she's ripping them down. Her mother's like, what the fuck's going on? She's like, ah! Runs into her room. And then she starts transforming into, into a, swan. a swan. Her eyes turn red. Mm-hmm. She p- picks a feather from her back, and her, her legs, legs like break outward, and so they're like swan legs. It's really yeah. Like, she has like um sort of backwards legs. Yeah, like, I don't know, like a bird. I, I, there's, there's probably a name for him. Yeah. Uh, and then she hits her head and blacks out. Yeah. Wakes up. Neither show. It's like bonkers to me that the concussion that she apparently receives in that scene, like, I guess she's fine. Yeah, well, I, I mean, again, maybe it, she. I mean, she's fine, right? Maybe she For the didn't. rest of the movie, she's fine? She's fine. Maybe <laughs> she didn't get knocked out. Maybe she fell asleep. Yeah. Maybe she, like, lost time. Yeah, we don't really know. Yeah. You're right. I but, know. But she does hit her head on the bed and get. And pass con- out, yeah. supposedly. Um, she's, like, late for the show, and her mother has called the studio and said that she's sick and she won't be and this is the debut performance which is so i was like you bitch oh nina's mom yeah i was like this is interesting so oddly i was still rooting for nina like you gotta do it saying at the beginning yeah it's like even though we the audience know that nina is like clearly incapable of doing this and this is not healthy for her we also know that her mother isn't the right person to help her no because everything we've seen so far we're like her mom is not Right. So it's interesting when the mom's like, this is hurting you. It's not healthy for you. She's, she's like, correct, that's true. But she's but not she the one But she reacts to... by locking Nina in her bedroom. Yeah, and right. like, that's fucked up. Yeah. So it's sort of like, Nina's got no escape really. Right. And it's like, you see her want this so bad. And, and you just want to see like, it happen. We got to get there, man. And so like, I, in that moment, I was like, you fuck you, mom. <laughs> that was a bad mom move. Um, yeah. Nina runs to rehearsal anyway. Not rehearsal, the show. Um, Doesn't she like hit her mom or something? How does she get out of there? She gets the door. She throws somehow. her mom yeah. like, off the chair yeah. and gets the key yeah. to the door. Yeah. Um, so she's like violent with her mom. Yeah. But, but, like, but it's like kind of a reclaiming moment for yeah. her. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, she runs to the show. They already told Lily she's going to do it. And so, but like Nina, like, won't. She's like, I'm here. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. You don't need another fuck up after Beth. And then she fucks it up for what's his face. Right? I mean, in the end, she kind of wins and everyone like he loses. Yeah. Because that's probably the end of his career. Yeah. I mean, he's had multiple prima ballerinas committing suicide. <laughs> it's a bad look. It's not a good look for this guy. Um, we see her go on stage. She does a, a good white swan, but well, she, she falls. falls. This, uh, Which every is time such a tense moment. Performance in anything, I'm you like get so. Because, oh, because she's hallucinating. She's freaking out. Yada yada. Mm-hmm. Um, she's there's that whispering effect that's really heightened. All the girls are talking about her. Oh my god, blah 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 yeah, about yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes off to her dressing room to prepare to be the black swan. And who's sitting in her seat but Lily? Yeah. 
putting on the in the black swan dress putting yeah, on the black swan like, makeup i can take it from here yeah don't even worry about it nina's like hell no yeah. they start fighting each other yeah nina is she like lily's choking nina nina's choking lily she sees her own face on lily and classic she goes, neon demon moment the yes. mirror breaks there's a bunch of mirror shards yes everywhere. mirror shards everywhere mirror there are like very so dangerous. many similarities between yeah. these two movies that i was like what the fuck is happening <laughs> i wrote them both Oh, okay. Those Good are my job. pen names. All Good of them. job on one of them. <laughs> yeah, for some reason I got the worst one done later. I wanted to like decline, you know? <laughs> um, so there's like a fight, a scuffle. Nina's eyes turn red again and her yeah. neck starts extending like a swan. Yeah. And she stabs Lily in the gut. Yeah. With a mirror, mirror shard. shard. Uh, drags Lily, kind of freaks out, yeah. panics, is like <gasps> hyperventilating, but, you know, d- drags Lily's body into like the shower. Little- room yeah there's like a little bathroom and and gets ready and puts on the black swan makeup and the next time we see her the, that black swan effect when she first comes out and she gets right up into the camera and it makes that effect like yeah oh, it's cool i liked all of that it's incredible and so this is that the first time is so like the effects you, are so good yeah like it's like this is horrifying but i'm in you kill it this is like Get what it. you want neon demon to be at the yes. end yeah where like the the female character finally embraces the evil yeah. like yeah i am the best and i'm gonna fucking I'm gonna kill, kill anyone who stands in my way yeah and anyone who doesn't believe in me and I'm just going to subsume myself into this persona and like become this evil, horrifying version of femininity. It's that thing we were talking about where I, you know, that cathartic heightened violence of Mm -hmm. of everyday violence. like Gone Girl, which we were talking about last time. So like being in a ballet company, like the competition and the infighting stuff, that's a very low level day-to-day violence. Yeah. So for like the prima ballerina to kill her biggest competitor. To kill her understudy. Right. That's like a very heightened format, but it's also, I'm sure like there are ballerinas in the office like fuck yes you know yeah. like in the audience like uh, like yeah i wish i could you know yeah, 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 like yeah. there's there's some catharsis there and then so then she does this incredible Kills black it. swan performance starts transforming and like her arms become wings right but she's we're got to understand really that it just makeup. means that she's doing an incredible performance right. and, and they have this, like they have this great shot of her when she does like the, the, the pose we see that her wings are are like her arms she has arms like on stage but her shadow projected on the back has wings it's incredible. It's really well done. Um, and she kill and like she kills it. She walks off stage and she she's kisses like, yeah, she kisses Frenchie, Vincent, creepo dude, yeah. in front of everyone. And he and he's like this time aback. she's the aggressor, yeah, kissing him. She's he the doesn't initiate one. it, and he's yeah. the one who's like, what's happening? Right. And like that's intentional for sure, right? Um, and like, and, and then she pulls it. away, and she's like, yeah, whatever. I don't, yeah, know. I'm owning everything right and, and even like and her, she like wiggles her shoulders all sexily yeah and, and even stuff. her partner was like wow good job nina like yeah. she gets like a little line he's like that was really great he's her like husband i'm bean yeah. <laughs> um bean. bean is in this movie, yeah I technically guess. he's bean um but at least they kept his role very minimal um so she goes back to her dressing room knock knock on the fucking door who's that it's lily yeah. What the fuck, Lily you guys? is not dead, Lily's guys. Lily's there, and she's, like, being as cool as she has the whole movie. Yeah, and Lily's like, and hey, like, really good job. Look, I know things have been really weird between us. <laughs> when you, you imagine having sex there. with me. <laughs> 
but you did like an amazing job and that was incredible and she's like freaking the fuck out obviously yeah so she goes and looks in a little shower and there's she, no but no there's body no one there. there there's no blood, blood there. or anything and then looks down at her stomach and there's a great like the music it's like the music swelling this is our moment and she pulls the mirror shard out of her own stomach yeah and she, it, and she looks stabbed at it. herself she stabbed herself in the stomach yeah um and like i was like how big is this wound it's like at the end it's clear it's a big wound yeah um and so she, but she, and well she left the mirror shard in there and like did a huge dance with that's them. true <laughs> don't do that you guys yeah it's marilyn's fact check Fact check. I, this is a fact. Marilyn's life advice: <laughs> If you have a mirror shard jammed into your internal organs, I don't know that this would work. And this was actually a complaint that I had when I first saw the movie, yeah. where I was like, "How did she do these dance performances?" I think by the end, we're supposed to just kind of give them a little bit of freedom here. Yeah. Um, like we're to understand that whatever she's done effectively killed herself, but yeah. we don't really know. But she makes how. it through to the end of the show. She does. She's a trooper. Yep. Uh, she, but it's this beautiful moment because it's supposed to echo the moment of like the white swan deciding to die. Yeah. It's like she, however she knows, she knows she's she's going to die. She's yeah. like, this is this is taken my life, and I got to go out there and and do it and yeah. just dance. I mean, like, which in, is crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But in this world, is like that's what Nina would do. That's absolutely what she would do. It is. And it's and it's like almost like her like she's like self actualized in that moment. Like she that's like her owning like everything. Yeah. And I mean, so the it's first beautiful. time I watched the movie, I I was like not sure what the takeaway was because i was like is this saying that she has to destroy herself in order for this show to be complete and like i didn't really like that message but she has to destroy herself to be the black swan i think i like your interpretation better where it's like in order to be quote unquote perfect you have to literally die and like that's not a good thing no but the first time i saw this i was a little conflicted about it because i was like is this movie saying (laughs) do this (laughs) yeah like (laughs) well that you could sort of make that argument right like yeah like her performance is beautiful right but i i think what we're okay i think that like what we're supposed to find beautiful is that it's almost like the ugly part was the black swan right we're supposed to find that frightening i mean the makeup is frightening the sound effects are frightening that sort of thing and she's she like murdered somebody she's, like, she's, clearly, she's clearly not mean anymore we don't recognize yeah. her she's very removed um and so i think the beautiful part is supposed to be like she like Nina can't like the way Nina has been raised and created and like honed. She cannot be happy unless she is perfect. Yeah. And so it's like in that moment, she's like, I, this is what I had to do to reach perfection. And it's so, she's sad and she's like, I know I'm going to die, but that's, it's like, at least it's, she's like, she got to be free because she got to perfection. So it's not it's supposed to. It's not supposed to be like great. I think it's supposed to be like really tragic. It's yeah. like she is a girl who was crafted to achieve perfection, and this is what you get if you achieve. You have to. You can't be a healthy or happy human being. Yeah, it's sort of it's it's a cautionary tale, but it's almost yeah. like a cautionary tale for everyone else in the story. Yes, yes, that's what I'm saying. I think that's why it's it's not like do this. I think it's like. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Look what you did to her. But Except she's, Lily, who I think comes oh, out yeah. looking Lily's fine. Oh yeah, Lily's great. I love Lily. Lily's my hero. But I, but it was kind of shitty for somebody who was like on drugs for their first time. Like keep an eye on her. <laughs> yeah, I know. Anyway, um, but it's like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Like, but she is like, you've destroyed her, but 
look, she's gonna like fuck all you guys on the way out and do it with like a plum. Yeah. I think that's the beautiful part of it. And it's I think just, that's that turn in that moment. I think so. Because I, I found myself at the end like, yeah, yeah. you know? And it's it's like, like weirdly celebratory yeah. in spite of the fact that she dies doing this. Yeah, she and goes it's hard out, for me she to does even the white swan routine. Like why it felt celebratory or like a victory because she's dying. Right. But, but, but you're like rooting for her. Yeah. And you you want her to go and dance even right. though it's actually destroying her. And so right. there's that tension there where you're like, it's unhealthy that so we're like, expecting this of women. It's right. unhealthy that we think this is beautiful. And that right. like this like performative form of self-destruction mm-hmm. like this is also what we see as beautiful right like that's fucked up and like so there's some of that but i but, think it's it's but it's also like well she's fucking doing it so yeah. on her own terms and that's a victory too kind of because she's just like well this is what i want to do i i don't know it's well, it's like, I feel like she doesn't have an option. Yeah. It's not like at 14, she could have I mean, been like, like I don't mom like ballet basically mom. basically was like, yeah. you are going to do so, what I didn't get to do, which right. is become a ballerina and become very successful yeah. and live with me until you're like 30. Right. Which is absurd. It's insane. I really want to know why she never moved. I have like a lot of questions about that entire <laughs> thing. Like, I was like, <laughs> how did this relationship yeah, get to this it's point? It's so crazy. Yeah. But it's so interesting. It is really interesting. Like, it's great. almost nothing happens in this movie, like, plot-wise. But there's so many good but little moments. But there's so many parts great, about like, it that are, like, you wonder what happened. Like, you yeah. want to know more about her relationship with her mom and, like, like where she almost throws out the cake. Yeah. Like, that is, like, a one-second scene where you're, like, oh, the mom's also crazy really unhinged yeah (laughs) like her mom makes her this fancy strawberry cake yeah and nina's like i can't eat that mom or i just want a little piece and then that's too big and when she says it's too big the mom's like fine Fine. i'll just throw it out and she like almost throws out this entire huge beautiful sheet cake into the trash yeah and it's like and he's like no no no, i'll eat the cake i'll eat the cake cake. i'll I'll do whatever you want right and her mom's like okay yeah and you're like ah that's our first hint in the movie i feel like that like mom is not right and then like well there's a lot of little hints yeah like her mom being like just asking like too many questions Mm. and being like wear that sweater honey yeah and the way she touches her and Uh, yeah yeah. um but yeah no i think i think in the end it's like yeah it's the end it doesn't really matter um they play that song at the end the way she she got like she falls off the thing in the play where she's supposed to like jump off the cliff and Mm -hmm. falls onto the mattress but is like clearly bleeding out yeah 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 Um, at the end of the movie the end shot is so good it's because you know at first he we have um frenchie's hand on her face yeah and he's like what did you do my little princess yeah Um, he calls her his little princess yeah finally That was it. She got it. That was what made me think that, like, the little princess thing was more symbolic. I mean, like, yeah, he's the prince, I guess, but it's also like, oh, now it it means she's attained perfection. Yeah. But also she's dead. Dead. And so, like, that was why... That was why I interpreted yeah. it that way. No, I, was I think like, the I think only that's way legit. you can be perfect is to like to die, to die, yeah. or to just utterly destroy yourself. And right. some like Beth, Beth doesn't die. I don't think we think she dies, but yeah, we but, don't know what happens. Um, but her she, career dies. Yeah, exactly. And she exactly. tries to kill herself. Yeah. Um, and like Lily, she's like, oh shit, like, and she's bleeding <laughs> out basically. But 
Final shot is his hand gets out of the way and it's just a close-up of Nina's face and she's like happy and content. Yeah. And it's all white she's around free. her in this white mattress. Mm-hmm. And then it, it goes out to white and we hear applause and people cheering her yeah. name. So it's like, it's, I mean, it's supposed to be eerie as fuck because like they're cheering her death. They're yeah. cheering her destruction. But they don't realize she's dead yet. Right. So it's like. Kind of, it's, but it's in like, that's the last thing she hears basically is what yeah. we're supposed to get. And so it's like, it's, it's beautiful, but it's. It's like ugly, but it's tragic, but it's, it's, there's a, so much there. It's I know. great. And I loved how when she looks out at the audience, she like looks at her, her mother mom. and her mother is crying. Yeah. And I think you're supposed to think, um, that her mother like realizes what's happening yeah, on some there's level. There's something there. Like her or mother like, sort of recognizes the truth, which is like, oh, my daughter has completely destroyed herself for this. Yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to get. I think, I think that it's sort of implied. Yeah. As a, it's not like her mother's proud. I don't know. I think she is. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, we. It's hard to tell. But I feel I got that look as Nina being like, "Fuck you." Oh yeah. Let, you know, like the, that's, the whole ending is like that. Yeah, in a great Fuck, way. Yeah, she's and she. I mean, that line of like, "You can't, you um, you can't have another scandal after Beth." Like she, yeah. on a level, she knows this will destroy the company. So she's basically like, fuck all you, you know, like, so it's like a weird, um, yeah. and I like that. It's, yeah. It's, it's well, because it she's like asserting herself finally, right? but not because she's, you know, she's fulfilled what everyone asked of her, but in it, like what they asked was what fucked them over. It's really interesting. But it's also like, is this really what she wanted anyway? Or is it just what everybody else wanted for her? Yeah. And then she finally did it. Right. And like. Shouldn't they be happy? Yeah. She fucking did the thing that her mother wanted her she to did do. The thing. And anyway. That director dude wanted. Yeah. So they deserve it, you know? Yeah. Go to hell. It's like the ultimate like young person suicide ideation fantasy. Oh yeah. Like, oh I'll show them. <laughs> yeah. You'll be sorry when I'm dead, right. mom. It's like like a lot of that is like a very that. like But it's goth also like this is fantasy. the one mom that deserves it. Oh, you know God, what I mean? Yeah. Like, but I, but I mean I think that... there's like sort of a fair reason why that's like a depressive fantasy. Yeah. It's like a why don't these people really appreciate like I yeah. think I think anybody who's like had depressive episodes can kind of relate to that yeah. and be like yeah I'll fucking show you guys <laughs> I'll do everything perfectly for once and then I'll die doing it <laughs> fuck you like it's like a, amazing it's adolescent it's a very adolescent yeah. impulse I, yeah so anyway that's why I like the movie Black Swan done <laughs> we did it do we we watched two we watched two movies we watched two movies and we're gonna watch two more movies do we know what we're gonna do next i kind of want to do the 50 shades of gray and twilight, twilight pairing. pairing but i'm thinking we should do twilight first because chronological or maybe yeah. we could do yeah maybe we should do because 50 shades is the fanfic version of twilight yes so we probably need i like kind of know the plot to twilight because i saw the version of it um I read the books, all of them, so Holy I will shit. bring it. Oh wow! You're gonna you're gonna probably school me. Um, Not recommended BT dubs. <laughs> Anybody who's listening to this, I've heard they're like really good. They're really like high level. <laughs> the the best I've heard from people I respect about Twilight is that like it's a f- indulgent, campy little like read. Yeah, I mean like our friend Gita has talked about this. Like like they're 
a, a thing about Mormonism, but they're also a story about a girl oh, yeah. who wants to fucking be immortal. Yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, so you can sort of interpret it. What a combo. It. Yeah. 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 So it's like, like, like no sex before marriage, but yes, also I want to be an but eternal also I monster. Wanna, I want eternal power yeah. to be the most powerful vampire of all, which yes, she, does she does become, become which is so and, boring. I mean, spoilers, I guess for yeah. the entire twilight series, she becomes really fucking powerful, but yeah. like, that's a fantasy too. Yeah. So, um, I think both, both 50 shades and twilight are sort of like, Weird female fantasies. Yeah. So that might be a good direction for well, us to and go I, in next. I, I think it'd be a fun platform to talk about fan fiction. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And like what that is, is like a cultural thing and, and, like and how it's associated with women. the politics of consent and how women sort of create There's some, the quote off- unquote safe spaces for themselves to have yes. very unsafe sexual yeah. scenarios oh. play out. Oh, we're going to have good talks, Maddie. Oh, yeah. Do you think we compared Neon Demon and Black Swan off? I think we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think we compared... I think we did a throughout. fuckload of comparisons throughout. Yeah. But um, just to polish it off, like, watch Black Swan, I guess. I mean, yeah. I, I do think these movies were a really interesting pairing. So, like, as far as double features go, I thought this was, like, a really fun one. Oh, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Good pick me. Yeah. Um, I was surprised by how similar they were. And, yeah. And another similarity that we didn't touch on at the beginning was... Mm-hmm. Um, the the Black Swan was like sort of an answer to that other movie, the, the wrestler. wrestler that Which is also... I read a thing where he said it, originally he wanted them to be the same movie. He wanted it to be about a wrestler in love with a ballerina, and then explore like this high art and then this low art and like the and using your body for yeah, it. Yeah. Um, and then it was like that's probably a bad idea. <laughs> Which is probably good. I, it'd be weird if those two movies were combined. But it was supposed to be like a, a complementary piece. Yeah. Um, and and Drive, Drive and Neon and Demon are kind of complementary like as gender, well. Like yeah. According to Refn, because he was like, I did something from masculine side right. and then now I'm going to try right. to do something from about femininity. Nice work. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I think The yeah. Wrestler and Black Swan, ironically, were trying to do with the same thing. Yeah. Which yeah. is interesting. I haven't seen The Wrestler. Um, I haven't either. But, it received but, accolades. You know, people I liked mean, it. I mean, maybe we could do a The Wrestler and Drive episode at some oh, point. Oh, God, Drive. I haven't seen it, though, so... A woman's head explodes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up, buddy. <laughs> so anyway, um, if you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy it, then let us know what movies you want us to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, we've got... We just like, listed, like, a fuckload of movies you want to do. <laughs> it sounds like we have the next two lined up. Yes, for sure. But if you're interested in hearing us talk about Freddy Godfinger and Citizen Kane, talk God, about... They're going to demand it now, and I, I don't want to watch Freddy Godfinger. <laughs> It's really strange. I don't really want to watch it again either. Uh, no. Pick us something different and go with Citizen Kane. Weirdly, you do want to watch Citizen Kane, though? I, I love Citizen Kane. Do you, actually? No, I, no, I don't. I've I, seen it multiple I it times. And I was like, I've right. seen it for, like, multiple college film classes. I thought that guy classes. was hot when he was younger, and I was surprised to see that because I've only seen him, like, old. Hmm. What's his face? Hot guy. <laughs> the guy who plays Citizen Kane? Yeah, what's his face? I, I like, know. It's sad Orson? that... Orson Welles. Wells. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he, like, got really ugly quickly. He doesn't... I would not describe him as hot in that movie, mm. in Citizen Kane, but I'm not into older guys. Maybe I'm confused. <laughs> but, no, at some point he's young, and then he has to put on, like... He's young when he made the movie, and then he has to put on, like, old, old age makeup. makeup. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe it's maybe it's been long enough that I don't. Uh, that you forget the hot seats. I forgot all those. I don't know. Maybe I'm saying. I mean, I'm saying this now, and like I'll look back and be like, "What the fuck was I saying?" I don't know. Do you maybe want me to cut this out? <laughs> cut 
all, cut all my parts of this podcast out. Honestly, like I don't need this. Honestly, like of all the movies for you to be like, wasn't that guy hot? <laughs> Citizen Kane is not. I kind of like it though because it's held up as like esteemed canon, and I'm just like objectifying a dude in it. So I'm like into it. Yeah, I'm into that. I, I guess I'm just surprised because I don't really see it. That's like but, my type though. Exclusively is like Citizen people Kane. who are dead. <laughs> make it through to the end of episode two honestly i don't know two maybe me i mean i'm gonna have to edit it so at least so, one yeah at least buzz all right so yeah so see you later maddie um, and <laughs> next week we're gonna probably do twilight yes okay so so if you're listening to this then then watch twilight or don't i don't know whatever you live your do. life live, yeah live or just life. wait for us Choose to try to choices. tell you what twilight is um, and we'll tell you about it next week yeah. and until then We'll be watching two, two movies. Two movies? Is that our... <laughs> That's what we said last time. That's so bad. And I love I it. Hey, so this is Maddie from the future, and I'm editing this, and I realize we did not even tell you our Twitter handles or how you could contact us if you wanted to. So I'm Mitty Myers on Twitter, and Mary Ellen is Mary Ellen Murr. And uh, if you wanted to email us, it's letswatchtwomovies at gmail.com. Okay, that's it. Bye. Follow us at AtomicBlueProductions.com or support us at Patreon.com slash AtomicBlueProductions.